I still have this blind panic. Like, I feel, I feel like I definitely have PTSD from that that time when we had to record like three times, like six episodes. We recorded days, both simple. episodes, both episodes <laughs> twice, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm done with that. Like every time now, like any of the people that are watching on there are literally just going to see us every now and then, just glance at that to make sure that things. Every time you see me doing it, you like you'd hesitate. It gives me the fear. I feel like we set each other up. You talking? I'm here, like oh, just looking at it. Are the numbers still moving? Are people still hearing us? But anyway, we are here. So welcome back to Wedding Cap. Co. we are here with episode number nine episode number nine so almost at the 10th episode it's been going really well so far i thought i feel like on the 10th episode we should talk about just um you know some of the people that have been listening some of our yes. stats and things and we've been looking we've been listening to you guys we've been getting messages and it's just been it's been lovely to do so far it's been it has been an absolute pleasure like for us to hang out more has been a good thing but also just the amount of people that have listened and people that I never expected to to listen and people that to enjoy it and engage with it and actually listen to stuff that we say because nobody normally ever listens to me it's like, <laughs> I feel like that, that if we could things that we've said in previous episodes have made a difference to the way that people do this job that's that's kind of completed it mate that's that's what we set yeah. out to do when we started so that's a nice feeling I feel like it's one of those things that like when you start it off you're like do you, do you think it will last you know people, a lot of people including me I start things and then I don't finish them I'm like actually that's not a good idea but this has been so consistent and it's been consistently growing and people yeah. like you say have been messaging saying you know, I oh, found this episode really helpful. Every time we get a message like that is just automatically motivation to do yeah. the next one. And I think even as well, arguably, like, you know, we're recording this now at the beginning of July that you're about to enter your busiest month. I feel yeah. like I'm I'm definitely like drowning in the edit pile at the moment. So that we've still managed to want to carve time to get this done. We've not just gone, oh, we're going to break over the summer. Yeah. But there's no real want to kind of catch up with each other, have these conversations and keep it going through the busy time. Yeah. If we can make that work, that once we get into the kind of the, the end of the year where things start to calm down. But it's because it's but, an opportunity for us to catch up as well. And yeah. like we're mates. So it's not and that's like, important as well. Yeah. Like I don't feel like today's a work day. No. Like it comes up and it's like, today's podcast day. This is going to be a good <laughs> yeah, day. Exactly. Like, not, you know, there's, as much as I've probably got edits that I need to be doing or admin, but this is still <laughs> very much. From it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's being productive whilst us still socialising. So it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. it's a And I know it's like with wedding suppliers and stuff, you know, you like, organized to meet up in the summer and then when the wedding season starts they'll be like nah too busy now yeah. and it's like I never want to be like that so you, you, it's important to carve time out isn't it for and also I've learned so much from this as well and I'm yeah. hoping I'm going to learn a lot more from today's episode <laughs> as well but I think I've had a newfound respect for not even just videographers but kind of it's, it's opened my eyes to how other suppliers that do their jobs on wedding day see me and what I do and hopefully trying to is maybe a maybe a more considerate person to other suppliers by do, by doing the podcast and listening to things just from other people's point of view because a lot of the conversations that I've had up to now have only ever been with other photographers yeah so to kind of realize that there's other people doing other jobs that I could impact in a positive or negative way yeah and it's really interesting that like when, when we first started that we did say to each other like this is a unique opportunity to have a, vid yeah. a videographer and a photographer in a podcast so that it's not like oh there's a podcast for photographers over here there's a podcast for videographers over here like we're we're doing both because at the end of the day like it's becoming more of a fusion these days anyway yes. like of, of a team these Definitely. days um, so it is good to learn like how each other work and things like that but I'm the, kind of the opposite to you in the fact that most of my conversations are with photographers 
okay. because obviously we work with a photographer every yeah. single wedding. So I guess we meet photographers more than videographers. So. Yeah, so the direct conversation that you have on wedding days is obviously with them photographers. But then yeah. I like to think there's other video people out there as well. That, you oh, know, yeah, we, the yeah, the groups and stuff you know, like I'll that, follow so. a, group, <clears throat> a group on Facebook, which is quite active. Well, a few groups on Facebook, which is quite active. And we see a lot of things. And I've actually put some things out on the UK Wedding Videos group today on Facebook uh, for some questions for you. I'll be um, grilled by the, <laughs> by the masses of the UK video community. Yeah. Um, which leads us on to basically what this episode is going to be about. And basically, we're gonna, I'm going to be asking you some questions um, that a videographer might ask a photographer in terms of how you work, not just um, just how you work on your own, but also how you might change your style with a videographer or what you would expect the videographer to do or not to do. Um, I feel like I'm answering not just for myself, but on behalf of photographers across the nation. So <laughs> I feel like it's thrown me into the spotlight today. So if I, if I say something that you don't agree with, one that's kind of good because we want it to be as honest as we can here but yeah. don't other photographers don't throw me under the bus and tell me that I'm a terrible person for thinking the way I do I was thinking this on the way up I was like you're literally representing all photographers by, by asking this the good thing is, is we are going to do the flip of this episode yeah, you yeah. Know, in probably about a month's time so yeah. then you will be, be the you'll be equally under the spotlight. So depending <laughs> on how how mad I get grilled today, it's depends how harsh I am back to Chris with my assumptions about videographers. I think this is a positive thing though, because even though you do, you might not represent all of the, all photographers and their opinions, in my opinion, the way that you work is the way that most photographers should work. Oh. I don't know. Compliment there, there's a compliment there. Well, there again, is, we've done two weddings this year together. No, you're positive. We? You're a positive person. You work with videographers really well. Um, and I think that the I think that the answers you'll have to these questions are going to be quite insightful for people who either haven't worked with a lot of videographers or perhaps have like a bit of a um, you know yes animosity stigma, or, yeah, yeah. or you and know I, I think that's probably the biggest thing is that and we said this just before we started recording is that all of us have, turn up to a wedding day and have been booked by the couple in question yeah. or, or whose day it is to do our jobs and. Yes, we want to do our jobs to the best of our abilities and in a style in which, you know, kind of we, we show, which is why the couple booked to us. But at the same time, so is everybody else yeah. on that day too. So it's you can't afford to be 100% selfish and be just there for yourself. You have to kind of let... And sometimes that is always going to kind of give and take a little bit and compromise in order for everybody to get the best of what they need. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all about working as a team. It's all about communication. But obviously, we haven't spoken in like over a month. We haven't. Like you, now, and it's you're been rocking really that month. tan from Turkey. Yeah. You've been back. How about about a week now? You've been back. Uh, it was like so long. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's, no, it's been less than a week. We got back. Has it been less than a week? No, just over a week. We about a week and a half. We got back. The Sunday just gone, um, and we got back. Did two weddings. And it's straight back into things. That's back but, to reality of a bump, that isn't it? Yeah, it two is. weddings within a, within a week of coming back. That's but it was a, it's a well timed holiday because we always try and do something in the middle of wedding season just so we're not getting exhausted. We find that when we talk to a lot of suppliers in August, they're all exhausted, they're tired, they're done with the wedding season by that point. And so I feel like I'm that sort of person as well. So I try and have a break in the middle where I can't do anything to do with weddings, just get rid of that out of my mind yep. completely. Um, it was all inclusive in Turkey. We just sat by a pool. We drank alcohol. We read books, and you know, and just sort of chilled. And that, I think, is really nice. And I come back feeling much more refreshed. Like in the last podcast episode, I remember yeah. I've started it with, "I'm so tired right now," <laughs> yeah. but now I'm feeling like energized and ready to go. Despite the fact that I've done a couple of like challenging weddings recently. So. Then you find when you know that break's coming as well, though, and you have us like that. That probably week leading up to it, 
you're kind of like, oh, why does I do this thing? Like, it's I've got so much to do. Like, why do I think that, that taking a break was a good thing to <laughs> Everyone's do? Everyone's chasing you for things and before you go. I, say, I think you set yourself, and I said this, in, I think, in the episode before, is you set yourself a natural deadline to go, I need to get at least this done before I go, or those yeah. wins need to be done in order to be out on time, or those emails need to be answered, or those meetings need to be had. And I always do it up, up to normally like the day before I fly. I'm like tearing my hair out or what hair I've got to go kind of, why did I ever think a good idea was booking a holiday at this time of yeah. year? But the second that I'm there or when I get back, I'm like, no, it's exactly why I took that break. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, you feel a lot, a lot different and you start approaching things the way that you should again. I find that sometimes as, as a few weddings go on and especially before our holiday, we had um, a busiest, like one of our busiest weeks, about five weddings in seven days or eight That's days insane. or something and just the way it worked out but then I find by the last one I'm sort of like letting the photographer do more work than I normally would in terms of the couple shoot you know because normally like we'd get involved a little bit and stuff like that but yeah it's um it's the finding the energy and the motivation and the creativity to to be like oh I didn't do this even though I did this at last wedding I still need to do it again because it's a different wedding I think that's it it's kind of remembering isn't it I think that's something to not to lose sight of and I found this particularly during probably last year when I was doing that real volume of kind of catch up is is not losing sight of the fact that you are super tired or you were at yeah. two weddings already. This is your third wedding of the week. Doesn't but matter. to them, it's still that one and only yeah. day and you've got to turn up as if that is that is their day. Yeah. And it is hard sometimes if you are really tired or you know, you've driven miles and miles to get there or there's loads of drama going on at home or, or whatever. And sometimes it's kind of, but I find that that's the stuff that I beat myself up more about is that, oh, I should have, uh, you know, like, I should have done that. Like, yeah, I should have remembered, like, it's silly things, like, on your journey home, do, and you're do like, a bridal oh, portrait yeah. by a window and forget to turn the lights off in the room. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's such a small d- notice, but the, and the couple probably won't notice. No. It'll give me a, more, a bit more of a, of, of a pain. When you're editing. In editing, because yeah. I've got that kind of, like, warm, orangey backlit against the daylight. I'm like that with groom against prep. against the daylight. turn the lights off during groom prep. Um, and it's kind of like, I kind of give myself a real kind of, like, yeah, like a real talking down about stuff like that on the way home. It's like, doesn't matter that you're tired you should yeah. know this stuff like you should know you've been doing this long enough now that it's stuff like that should just be ingrained in your brain that yeah. that's part of the, you know the same way that you set your iso to do that portrait you should remember just turn the freaking lights off exactly so how has it been for you so far because i remember last time you saying you were on top of things and like yeah, that's gone that's, 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 that's long gone i feel like in, in this kind of month since, yeah. since we recorded last um the weddings that i've been shooting have been great i'm not gonna lie um i feel like last year wasn't particularly kind to me for golden hours where I feel like they saved them all up and have just given me two years worth yeah. this year. Like I've been having some of the best sunsets and golden hours that I've <coughs> ever had. Um, or I can remember, or maybe I'm just dealing with them better, but I, I really feel like that sunset content I've had, I've like got my cup is full of that, which is really, really good. It's my favorite time of the day. We've had shoot. a few weeks of some really good um, sunsets. And we've had some really warm weather as well, which yeah. I think has been testing. But to know that you're going to get paid back for that in really nice light to shoot in at the end of the day yeah. has been good. So the weddings that I've been at, I've been really well looked after by my couples and, and their families, which is really, really lovely. I think out of kind of the four or five weddings that I've done, I've been sat at tables with guests for three of them, which, wow. you know, try, try and do speeches on three courses though as well. <laughs> like first world problems. But, yeah. you know, when, when, once you've found room for the dessert, to have to try and get up and kneel in front of a top table to shoot speeches <laughs> and stuff. Um, you love being at a table, don't you? I'm, I'm, that's my idea of a nightmare, having three weddings when we're at a table. Yeah, I don't want to socialise. I want to like sit and just chill and just I feel like up. I need that sometimes. But yeah. as long as you're sat with good people, I kind of feel like by the time I've got through dinner, I've got new friends. Yeah, And correct. going back out. I trust and, you more yeah, yeah. afterwards. Yeah. And trying to do, especially in summer weddings where it doesn't get dark till so late, is you almost get a second round of candids where they come out of the dinner room and stand outside or do whatever. And you've almost got like another hour then or yeah. hour and a half before first dance. And... 
I even found a couple of those weddings. It was so bright that I was saving my family formals until then. Yeah. Like I was in a venue outdoors and it's like, try and do group photos at two o'clock. You know, sun's overhead. There's no shade anywhere. And I'm like, well, I can do them now because that's when people think you should probably do them. Yeah. But I'm going to fight a losing battle. Everyone's going to be squinting. You know, it's like, so you say to a couple, well, want me to do them later? And it's been really nice, actually. Been, you yeah, can't do it in awesome. the autumn because it'd be dark. Yeah. But everyone's That's trying what to... I like about summer weddings most, I think, is the fact that you have a bit more time to do things. And people are just, are more, they're almost more receptive to it then. Yeah. Like, again, like, they were like, they're like me trying to get up for the speeches. Like, <laughs> they've had their three courses, they've had their table wine, and they're feeling a little bit more lethargic. So trying to catch people to go, can you just come and stand here and smile? Yeah. is a lot easier than trying to them when they're kind of all happy out Energy, of the ceremony and wanting around, to see their yeah. family members and yeah. chase the canopy person around to, to get that <laughs> scotch egg that they've had their eye on or whatever and yeah. it's much more of a distraction or an inconvenience to do to take them away yeah. in that first round of it where after dinner they're a little bit easier to catch because they're full of food no, that, yeah that makes sense yeah I, I prefer doing stuff in the evening during the summer I think because people like you say I think having giving people an extra boost as well like giving yeah. people a reason to go and do something rather than just slumping in a and chair also and also as well like selfishly is I think like that time is like dreaded amongst photographers and videographers is like the lull. The lull, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you, like from then you've been like prep, ceremony, drinks, groups, rah, rah, rah. And then it's like the long wait to first dance, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, and if, and if you do you have, a, you know, well. an earlier ceremony and you find that you're three dinner and speeches by five, sometimes <laughs> that gap can be like two hours long. Yeah. And it doesn't always work. If you do like hotel weddings, it's prime time for people to slope off to their rooms or go check in or whatever. Yeah. But I must admit, I don't do that many hotel weddings anymore. So I've never found that yeah, problem same. is that people just do what you want to come out and kind of sit and lull and kind of just say kind of be and almost have like a second kind of round of candids and kind of drinks. Yeah. So for me, it fills that time really nicely that by the time I've done my groups, I can okay, go, you know, kind of go and do that. Then it's probably a battery change, a quick scout for sunset, making sure the sun's going to come yeah. down where you think it's going to have a chat with the DJ because he's set up and make sure that, you know, kind of their timings are online for first mm -hmm. dance and, that time doesn't feel like a lull. So when I'm trying to find my energy again for the evening, I don't feel like I've just kind of like wandered around for an hour yeah, exactly. trying to fill my exactly. time and looking at my watch going, oh, it's first dance. Making the most of it, aren't you? Yeah. And so once first dance arrives, you're like, boom, we're in. And and it's, I've never found in summer weddings that I could have easily stayed to the end. Like I had a couple of weddings this year where I've walked away at 10, quarter past 10. Yeah. Thinking, well, there's only 45 minutes left. Yeah. And I've got more than enough dancing for the gallery, you know, or people have only just started to come back in because they've been outside and it's been really, really nice. And I kind of think, I don't know what, like an extra 45 minutes now, like I kind of feel like I could stay or, yeah. and there's some ones that I've wanted to or others, you know, to get home and whatever, but I've never, I've never really felt that before. I think a lot of times I've done my hour after first dance and there's been, everyone's emptied the dance hall to go and get evening food or whatever. But I found that there's been, for summer, I've had a couple of earlier first dances and then, mm. so people have kind of had that and then come back in sooner. And yeah. I've almost felt like those people that do offer like full day coverage, like to the bitter end, I've always wondered how they do it. Yeah. But maybe the weddings that I'm shooting at maybe are slightly different or just kind of the way that I've approached it has been slightly different where I've, I've felt, do you know what, I could easily say something. Yeah, if you're getting treated well and you think the vibe is there, then you're much yeah. more likely to be like, have the positive energies that then want to stay. Or I think as well that the day's just felt like it's gone quicker. Yeah. Like if you have that real kind of 90 minutes of where it is visibly quieter or like say you're at a hotel and everyone goes back to their rooms, you feel like you're literally struggling to make content at that time or just you are literally just waiting around. Yeah. It drains you. So by the time the first dance come, you're kind of like, I, need, I want to get this dancing done. And kind of, you feel that like you're ready to go home. Yeah. Where I think, because I've almost worked straight through that part, I'm looking at my watch going, crap, it's 20 past nine already. But it doesn't feel like I've, it doesn't feel like I, like I don't, yeah, like no, mentally I'm, that, I'm not drained shit. enough to go, 
like I don't feel like it's time to go home. I feel like it comes from having those sunsets as well, though, because yeah. they take time that you didn't even realise you had. Because, I mean, we've done first dances and then gone off to do a sunset shoot. And like you say, we'll look at a watch and it's like half nine. And I'm like, I'll say I'll leave a few songs after the first dance. It's now yeah. an hour afterwards sort of thing. But and, and But everything has been worth it because we know we've got enough for them. And yet when people ask me, because we're quite specific on we leave a few songs after the first dance yeah. couples will say oh can we pay extra to, so you can capture more of the dancing i'll say you can but i don't recommend it because yeah. if everyone leaves the dance floor you've paid extra yeah. for nothing particularly in the summer like, i've had a couple i had a band that played to almost nobody a few yeah. weeks ago because it was just so nice outside that they they were you know their, their first set more or less was they were playing to the kids that were doing knee slides and that was it yeah and again djs that are and i think as long as they're kind of aware that they're not doing anything wrong it's just it's just the vibe yeah. of that day. It's always going to be like that. Yeah, but I, I feel pretty much the same as you. Like I, I was pretty much up to date before the yeah. before the holiday. I come back well, just but the week before the holiday when we had that really busy week, everything just piled up and like obviously you don't have time to edit when you're filming that much. And the same is going to be true this this month. I've I've put in my little editing queue thing on my client area yeah. on my website. Don't expect a lot of editing to get done this month because yeah. I've got so many weddings that all the days that I'm not filming are going to be wedding fairs and admin and all that sort of stuff so yeah. i might get a highlights done in a week or something like that and it's and we've had to sort of put that out um but in, in general pretty similar experiences like we're starting to film couples that well i say starting to all of our couples this year have been couples that we you know really enjoy working with um that's a really positive thing and i think that, feel like that comes through um you know vetting people and targeting specific people and having a, your specific brand everything um everyone's been so nice we've had up recently we've had a couple of challenging situations um which is probably worth talking about one of them was multiple locations simple as that yeah. like just we try not to do multiple location weddings and this one was just so so hectic um you know bride prep and groom prep in one place and then off to a cathedral and then off to a, a, a venue after that and the amount of setting up and taking down and everything yeah. I've always envied photographer for this because you just check your camera but even the so the though like, for me it's literally yeah. putting two lens caps on and also like useful hack as well which I learned from somebody who's who escapes me at the moment but like taking my cameras off yeah. and strapping them in the seat next to me like a, like a child is the easiest thing in the world like rather than pat yeah, them back yeah. in my bag let you get in my car unhook them from my hold fast I sit them in the seat and then put the seatbelt across them and pull it tight. Yeah. So like across the tops of my lenses. So they're just there next to me. So and no, me and Kate my cameras are like in sight, I've got them. Yeah. But even still, that journey from prep to a church or like church to a venue is probably some of the most terrifying parts yeah. of my job. Yeah. Like people that aren't wedding photographers go, oh, I don't know how you deal with the pressure of that day. Like missing a first kiss is nothing to being sat in a traffic jam 15 yeah, minutes before yeah. a ceremony starts. Like that is, that's like, makes me want to go like GTA style, like mount the pavements yeah. and like do stuff like that or abandon my car and run or something like but with this one. They were like, oh, can you get shots of the cathedral um, on the drone? And it's like, we had to wait then for the coach outside to obviously leave. Otherwise there's going to be a coach right in front of the cathedral. <laughs> yeah. So every guest had left before we could even get the drone out. Got the drone, obviously we got there thinking that all the guests were already going to be there. Everything was going to be done and everything. Yeah. Luckily, I think the coach took a detour or something. So it was a little bit late or the, or the couple was a little bit late. So it ended up being okay, but it was really hectic and we got so tired. And that was the day before we flew out as well, which is typical. Um, so definitely needed that um, relaxation of, uh, of the holiday. But then coming back, I think, you know, we've, we get on with 99% of photographers we work with now. Our style sort of works around photography. Um, 
we don't really get involved in the things that really need to be done by photographers like the group shots and things like that yeah. I, f I feel like I don't want to be big headed but I feel like that we work well with photographers yeah um, I've always found you, you know, again even but even when we didn't know each other as well as we do now yeah. is that you've always been yeah really happy to have that conversation and wanting to work together you've ne never been you know I, I want these shots more or less make it happen for me or you know, you've always been willing to, to work with and yeah. been, been really good at communicating what you need to a And that's the aim, really. It's just uh, I properly respect photographers. I, one of my favourite parts of the job is working with photographers. Yeah. And one of the reasons I'm not a photographer is because I'll be working on my own. And, and like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I actually really like that teamwork sort of situation. Um, but there's been a couple recently that we've just not like gelled with as much. Not on a personal level. We like we get again we get on with everyone as a, on a personal level. But in terms of a the work respect level, um, and we spoke about it off camera before. But in terms of just turning up to a day, a photographer turning up to a day and wanting this specific thing, and realizing that they may not be able to get that one specific shot because we're we are there, and then that creating just a whole lot of animosity and. I don't, I don't see it as your fault that they can't get that shot. Um, in the moment, I'm sure I've probably called some photographers some choice words under my <laughs> breath. Um, and we'll come to that in kind of some of the questions you ask a bit later on. But you've just got to understand that and us, us as photographers are in a lovely position where I probably shoot, it's probably getting towards half and half now. Yeah. Half of my weddings I work with videographers, half of them I work by myself. Okay. And you'd be very naive to think that the wedding, the photos that you take aren't different. You have to yeah. consider that other photographer in the same way that if you shot with a second, you have to consider that second still going to be in some of your photos. It's just, yeah, there's another yeah. body there. So you yeah. either, um, I, I see it as you either have a choice you either embrace it and go, they're going to be my photos. That's it. The couple book them. If they're in it, they hide them. It's kind of, it's, you know, they've got to expect to see, yeah. to see that. Like if I'm at the top of an aisle photographing a couple, they've got to expect to see your tripod or, you know, to see Kate in the aisle yeah it's part of it and you need that you need that long shot i edited the video that you were photographing yeah. uh, not long ago and kate kate shot is from the back of the aisle and you're in it like behind the yeah. couple but that that literally doesn't bother me they've, yeah. they've hired you that, and, that's and, that, and that's it and if they, they, they have a choice at that point they either don't have me in it yeah and don't have any photos or you know they see my smiling little face <laughs> and my camera moving around yeah and then they have both to enjoy and they should be aware that because they've booked both, that is very much going to be a thing. And, yeah. you know, AI is not there with video yet that you can't remove me, <laughs> but I have that power that yeah. as long as I shoot in a certain way, I could get rid of the videographer if I want to. But I feel like it all comes down to communication. Obviously, we've spoken about this, um, but the communication needs to happen before the, 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 the chaos, basically. Yeah. And I feel like if you want something like, it's not like you need to ask, but if I am in the way, yeah. it's not... It's not a case of being like, can you get out of the way, please? I need to get my shot. It's yeah. like, oh, where do you need to be? And where do, yeah. like, and I feel like with this specific situation, it was, I need my shot. Can you not be here? Yeah. And it's like, well, I need this shot as well. And I think if, you, if you're that point that you can't play nice with people, yeah. stick it in your contract. You don't work with videographers and be prepared mm. that for a chunk of weddings, people aren't going to book you because they want both yeah. or just learn to play nice. Yeah. Like it's not always going to be your day. I, I know, and I can say, you know, almost definitely there are a bit, there have been, weddings where they've had videographers where there's certain shots that I could have foreseen yeah. and I know that I just physically can't get there because there's a tripod there or there's yeah. an obstruction or that's always that's always going to be a thing and you just have to I think accept to go no that person is making them a film which is of equal value to my photos yeah. the couple are going to love their film as much as my photo so I see it as a challenge to find a way around it yeah. to find a compromise of something which still looks good to deliver to the couple but also as being respectful to the video guy because if you absolutely ruin 
their video, yeah. you've not ruined it for them. You've ruined it for your couple. Yeah. And you think, you know, I kind of wouldn't want to do that to them on a personal level, kind of feel that in order to elevate myself, the only way I've been able to do that is kind of sabotage somebody else. Yeah. And I just morally wouldn't feel like that was the thing. And also, your couple don't know what you deliver. Or they don't know that there wasn't the wide shot, one shot because yeah. Yeah. because the videographer was in it. And you yeah. just shoot tighter, and yeah. they're still happy with what they, you produce because they're in it. It's a great photo; they love it. And just because that's not like you didn't get it, it's yeah. like you can't sell yourself and go, "I'm a sunset wedding photographer," uh, because you don't might not always get a golden hour. Yeah, and if you don't, they can't turn around to you and go, "I want my money back because yeah. the sunset didn't happen." And it's the same thing where if you they, they're not going to, uh, would really be surprised if a couple came back and was like, we don't like our photos because there's a videographer sitting in the background. And it's yeah. like, you hired them. So this is the thing, like one of the main things that like, I think caused us to be like, okay, we probably need to need to talk through things a bit more is the fact that one, we have a videographer sort of, which was, is normally Kate in, in the aisle, but at the back sort of thing. Yeah. And bear in mind that the day before this wedding, we worked with a photographer who was stood in between the bride and the groom taking photos. Yeah. So like, we were, they, she was in the whole video, whatever, that's it. That's, yeah. It is what it is. Kate's at the back, um, in the aisle, like between the guests with the camera. Photographer wanted a wide shot from the back, couldn't get it because Kate was there. And instead just took, this is going to help me, but instead just took photos of Kate's back without yeah. without any, like, it, obviously there's not going to get going in the gallery, but yeah. I think it was just approved maybe to the couple. But if... I don't know if maybe if I knew beforehand I'd have been like okay if you can stand further back and zoom in a bit yeah. more or something like that it all it needs is like a little bit of but if like they'd a, had that conversation with you because that trial pod would have been set up well before the ceremony started yeah, yeah. if they'd have come over and said this is going to be a problem is there any chance you can do this I think like, yes. to offer a compromise I think is much better than going you're the problem I said to them it's beforehand like, we've got three cameras like you're going to be yeah. in the shots don't, don't bother like if you get in the shot don't worry about it yeah. <laughs> that's what I say to photographers like it, we've got the whole room covered you're going to be in the shot so yeah, just, yeah. there's no way there's no way yeah. around it yeah. but I must admit as a photographer I always find that and particularly maybe it's more during speeches because I like to move around a bit where in ceremonies maybe I'm a little bit more static is I would never, I, I, it would still bother me to think that I know you've got, got another two cameras but I would hate to kind of feel like I'm literally stood in front of your camera <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know kind of do, doing that and like because you're blocking that as an avenue you know kind of for you but yeah. my, my main thing is I don't think the couple would know do you know what I mean like yeah, exactly, you, if you yeah. just because that's how you always do it doesn't mean that that's the way it should be done yeah. and I have always I can't say even like maybe a good example is so this month, I think from the 7th of June when I shot my first wedding there through to last, the 1st of July, I've shot four weddings in the same venue Yeah. Um, in this month. Yeah, yeah. And I got another one That's there crazy. now to September. Yeah. yeah. But to shoot in the same place, it's a venue that I love, um, so it really helps. But creatively, I could have easily turned up and pretty much done the same shots four yeah. times over. There might be some the spot shots, yeah. But I didn't. Yeah. There might be couples naturally because there were ceremonies in the same room or the same place that are going to overlap and because that's the best place to be. But I actively, for my own integrity or creativity, read the couple as people and gone, what do they want out of this? What are we looking at? And tried to make different photos so that if you put, you know, the couple shoots from those three weddings together... It wasn't just the people that changed. The dynamic was slightly different. We went to a slightly different location. I was like, okay, I'll take them to that place or I can take my couple tomorrow to that place to kind of make them feel special that they've got something different. And out of those four weddings, I worked with one of them with a videographer. Yeah. So the way that you have to approach things is going to be different because I wouldn't want to get... Or he said, oh, can we go here instead because this would look better for, for, for my film. And he was someone that had never been to that venue before 
for where it's somewhere that I work yeah. all the time. So I was kind of like, yeah, you know, he was kind of lean on me going, well, you know the best places. And I was like, but it doesn't matter. I almost don't want to take you to the best places. I want you to see it. So you can do something as a new venue in the same way that I yeah. love going to a new venue because yeah. you might find me a better place that I never knew existed because yeah. you're just looking at it with fresh eyes. That's what we say to couples when they say, Oh, have you not been to the venue before? I'd be like, No, but actually, that's probably it's a good, a good thing. thing, especially yeah. if you're a photographer. It's been a lot, is that we might offer some alternative like positions yeah. and, and places. And so I was definitely leaning on him to go, Well, tell me how you see it. Yeah. Tell me where you can find to go because you might find me a nice new space knowing that I was going back another twice this month to do that or yeah. and those, that, that gallery had to be different because I had to consider him as well and I don't think that they'll love their gallery any less than the couple that I shot the day after theirs yeah. at the same venue yeah. because they'll feel oh well, they had it better because you, be you weren't trying you weren't trying to get round the video be like, oh but you didn't get that shot that you got at the last one and I think because wedding photography sits in a really unique place that because you are photographing for your client. I mean, yeah. if you're a commercial photographer, they hire a model to do an advert or whatever. The, the client stands back and looks at it subjectively because it's not them yeah. in it. Yeah. Where with wedding photography, people are hiring you for them. Yeah. And it's not an excuse to do a shit job. But if you could take a subpar photo of someone's granny, but because it's their granny, they'll love it. Love oh, it. that's yeah, granny. Exactly. She's amazing. Yeah. The fact that there's like some stuff going on in the background or it's, it's you know, like there's you know, some questionable composition going on. The moment trumps that because it's their yeah. granny. If you just showed them a picture of a random old lady sat, sat in a chair, like sobbing, they, they might not have the same re- reaction to it. Yeah. So it's it's always content driven, I think, rather than you're not looking to make that 100%. perfect thing. about what's so, in it rather than, yeah. rather than like the framing and the things and that it, are important to you. Maybe. I think essentially, and this is probably the, 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 the kind of the tidying point for all of it is, you're working for the greater good. Yeah. yeah. Like if I see a moment or for example, like the speeches are about to start. If I was the one in the toilet or at my car, yeah. I would expect that videographer to come over to me and go, look mate, speeches are starting. You want me to get back in there? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Rather than go, just I'm start I, think I would never do anything oh, without. Problem. It's like, a problem. Yeah. He missed it. He knows what time's <laughs> are. Like, because I would know that that couple would be gutted yeah. if they didn't have the speeches. I've had to like grab the photographer for the cut of the cake or something. Yeah, like that. I know yeah. it's not I've had to job. break a photographer out of a toilet cubicle because they got locked in the toilet cubicle <laughs> and I called and was like cake cuttings mate he's yeah. like yeah I'm locked in the toilet mate and we had to like kick the door down and that all comes to although that you know you rock up and meet that person in the morning of, of a wedding yeah and sometimes you don't always know that they that, like I had a wedding um, with Harry you know Harry yeah. hi I'm gonna shout yeah. out to Harry so I shot a wedding with him for the first time in October yeah and the couple did not tell me they'd booked oh, a yeah, videographer you said you turned up. so I walk in so like there was kind of through the venue to get to bridal prep. So I'll go in just to kind of have a look round. And there's Harry, like, knelt down on the floor, like, camera bag open, like, unpacking his stuff. And I kind of was like, you right, mate? Like, in the like, in the politest possible way. Like, who the hell are you? And he's like, oh, I'm the videographer. And I'm yeah. like, oh, that's fine. And we had a little chat before we both went to prep together then. And despite never working with him before, never knowing him before, we had a really nice day together in the end. Yeah. And I maybe mentally hadn't prepared myself that I was going to have to someone else to share the day with, you yeah. know, kind of, oh, I'd have to consider a videographer. But on the day, we turned up, we made it work. And now Harry's, you know, someone that I speak to all the time and yeah. we're going to work with in the future and stuff yeah. like that. So it's, it's it's not an excuse that, you know, it's, you know, you can't go into a wedding with a very set idea of how you're going to make things. You, you know, if you've got a guest that had a video camera that wanted to dart around, in some ways they can be a bigger interruption yeah. than 
an actual videographer could be or if you've got True. a registrar that wants to stand in the middle of the aisle or stand in your way yeah. or a vicar that tells you you can only stand in one spot all of those things are barriers to you making your shot so if a photographer turns around to you and says well you're in my way out of it would they say that to the registrar <laughs> or would they say that to the vicar like, yeah. I know you're doing the ceremony but can you just leave because you're ruining my photo <laughs> like it's really interesting how like because I think we've covered one of the questions there is that one of the questions was do you work um, well with sorry do you work differently when a videographer is there and i think you've pretty much covered that like you can work differently like you try and you, you have try to and i think you'd be very naive to think like i know because i shoot by myself i actively like like shooting by myself over yes. having a second yeah. um i'll probably have issues somewhere of control or i know that i've shot it i've done it for style reasons everything's consistent i like to shoot by myself so I know that within reason, on their wedding day, I can stand where I like, I can be where I like, and I haven't got anybody else's camera line yeah. to consider on a wedding that I shoot by myself. When I work with a videographer, I have to consider them. Yeah. I have to consider that they need to be, a lot of times, in the same place as I'm stood, or we need to work together on that to make sure that, one, equally, I don't end up in their film too much, or also that they don't, they don't go into business themselves and go, okay, I need to stand here. And yeah. like you're in that nice spot you've worked out for yourself and they can't plonk a tripod right in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, and so you, you naturally shoot that wedding day differently. I think the point to. is mutual compromise because you guys have that where you're, where you're saying sometimes you might need to compromise if there's a videographer there. Yeah. With a, being a videographer, there's always a photographer there. Mm. So I was literally thinking this probably on the way up here that like we're technically compromising at every wedding that we go yeah. to because there are shots that we might want to get but we can't because the photographer's taking them here or like they're, they're done with a couple shoot by the time it's like we've got a chance to yeah. do anything so we're technically compromising all the time not that's a bad thing we obviously yeah we do a lot of things like right off the photographer's posing and stuff like that so it's not it's not like i'm not saying it's yeah. bad but i'm saying that maybe there's a lot there's photographers that aren't used to compromising because they're doing, they're doing all the... Obviously, that's true. Own. Yeah, they're used to working in their own bubble. Yeah. But in in that respect, I think it's firmly up to those photographers. They need to evolve. Video isn't going anywhere. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. If anything, it's going to become more prevalent in our industry. Um, and, you know, I firmly believe that, you know, we, we've got an episode about, you know, we're, we're wedding photography in the year 3000 and where that's going to look like, what the future we think looks like, is yeah. that as... I think, you know, VIA, VR, AI, all of those things start to become yeah. parts of weddings. Um, the, the presence of more cameras or other suppliers is only going to get more prevalent. And if yeah. you can't learn to work nicely with other people, and also even you, in won't the have a, you won't have a future in this job. Yeah, because photographers have had to adjust to videographers coming into things. Mm. And there's, you know, videographers on the on the pages like saying, oh, this photographer got did this and whatever. But then those same people are now posting, oh, this content creator's got in my way of this. And the content creator is going to be the new thing, yeah. right? P probably. Like, it might be a fad, but yeah. it might be something that it becomes the third person that's then yeah, going to be there. Yeah. And we're going to have to work. We're both going to have to we work are. around them. Well, I think at the moment it's because the content creator thing is so new. Yeah. It's learning to have that conversation. Or yeah, we yeah. see them as a, you know, a splurge on our business of, all oh, they're, they're going to produce unedited photos the next day. And guests have been doing it for years. They're just a hired person that does that same thing. Yeah. But if, in some ways it's better. Because if you can say to that content creator, again, the same conversations that I have with videographers or you have with photographers. Look, yeah. mate, we're all just doing the same job. We all need to work, work nicely together. Yeah. So we all get the best stuff for them. 
And I know you need to run around with your phone in your hand and do whatever, but we still need to, oh, you just need to get your gimbal shot of this. I still need to yeah. get my photos of this. And that conversation, we just need to start having that in the same way that we have it with each other. Definitely. It needs to just happen with the content creators rather than, it's really easy to be mean or be hateful towards people, isn't it? And, yeah. and, and make it somebody else's or problem. Or used to, or, yeah. And I think it's the same as anything if, and I always said this about business, is that once more than one person asks you the same question, it probably means that you haven't communicated that well enough, not that they're yeah, the true. idiot. Yeah. And so I think if you're working with videographers and, and you're constantly having to huff at them or moan that they're in your way, then you maybe need to change your channel of thought your of... Initial communication or... Is, yeah. yeah, am I giving them enough preliminary... Yeah. You know, warning communication to go. This is what I'd really like to do. Is there a way that we can both get what we need yeah. and get a solution that works for the couple and us? So I was telling you before this that my rule, and again, this might be controversial to some photographers, but my rule is ask permission because I genuinely <clears> think that, like, a lot of couples prefer about specific fo- prefer to have specific photos than they prefer to have specific video shots. Yeah, because obviously photographers they get sent like the list of like they all want these shots and whatever. Yeah. So always ask permission first. For example, let's say a confetti shot, a long aisle, two two you mm-hmm. know two rows or whatever, bride and groom coming down. I'll say you know if I want to, I'll say can I you know can I gimbal down it? Can we go down and can we gimbal down it? Go yeah. side by side and get some shots together. <clears throat> if the photographer says no, then I'll ask for compromise. So like, oh, maybe can we start halfway or our gimbal a bit of the way and yeah. I'll run back and then you can get your shot from the back or whatever. Yeah. If I say no again, at, at this point, like there's no working together. You've tried so to be polite. I say free for all yeah. at that point. Yeah, I'm, you've, tr- you've tried to be polite. You've tried to be nice. Yeah. And if it doesn't fall into face, you've got to do what's right for your business in that point, knowing that you've made every opportunity to try and work nicely in that situation. Yeah. It's now, not the same with every time. Like, because yeah. I might work with someone who I respect really well, but they really want to get that shot from the back. And in which case yeah. I'd be like, yeah. But if they're just like, no, mate, I'm doing, I need this shot. So but I think it's just allowing flexibility, isn't it? Yeah. Like, my style is, you know, of photography is, I call it, you know, documentary, natural, unposed, whatever. My style isn't I have to use an 85 mil yeah. statically and people move in and out of my frame. So if I, at one wedding, go, do you know what? It's a really long confetti aisle. I can use a long lens, let them come to me so I get my full lengths and then get my, my nearer shots as they get nearer. That's great. But my couple aren't, I don't think, are going to turn around and say, if I have to use a 35 and link arms with the videographer yeah. and us walk back together, yeah. they're going to go, oh, I really wanted my feet in that confetti. <laughs> you haven't done it. Yeah, they're just yeah. going to love, they've got a colourful confetti moment. But most of my couple well. shots are quite close up because photographers genuinely use a 35 mil and can mm. shoot portrait and have yeah. that whole, you know, that full body shot of them walking or whatever. Yeah. Whereas I've got a 50 mil and have to shoot horizontal and I can't get behind the photographer. So I'm yeah. getting top half normally. So most of my couple shots, shots end up being close-ups and that's fine. That's just part And of I think it. for me, one of the biggest revelations of that is, you know, up until, this is probably three or four years ago now, I worked with a videographer in London whose name currently escapes me. But him just saying to me, that, that idea of we were doing a confetti yeah. and it being, what, what, what are you shooting with? What you want? And that was our conversation for in those kind of tight moments for a lot of days. Is what you want, what you want. Because he was changing lenses quite a lot. Or I'm always set more than a 35 and an 85. Yeah. And it's like, 35? Yeah, I can work with 35. I've got 35 on. So yeah, you know that's... that if you stand next to each other, you're never going to be in each other's frames. Yeah. And so that and that's something which I've used, particularly if you haven't had a chance to have that conversation or in quite a quick moment like we're doing this, yeah. what are you shooting on? And if you go, oh, I'm on 50, I know that we can, you can kind of match. If you turn around and go, oh, I'm on 200, yeah, like, exactly. and I'm on 35, there's going to be a problem in trying to get this yeah. stuff. So, yeah. And that is just kind of a really quick kind of way, if you're in a pinch, to go, 
just the kind of this match. This is how we're going to do it. Yeah. This is how we're going to do it. And it's really funny. I worked with a new videographer um, that I'd never worked with before at the wedding, the wedding at Wickham. He yeah. was a guy called Josh. I'm going to shout Josh out. Josh is from um, from Blooming Moments Films. He's okay, down in yeah, Cornwall. Yeah. Um, really, really nice dude. And I don't think, I maybe didn't communicate myself the best. So we get confetti. I go, oh, what you want? He's like, I want a Canon R6, mate. I'm like, doesn't, that doesn't really work. I was like, and maybe, yeah. and so, and again, I was like, no, no, like focal length. Okay, that makes sense. I'm on focal this. Focal lengths are important, I think. And I think that in kind of the most primitive form of yeah. a conversation that you can have is the easiest way to not get in each other's way. Yeah. Because, you know, you find a lot of photographers, like he, for example, shot most of the day on a 50. Yeah. So I knew that at my 35, yeah. as long as I'm just tucked a little bit, I'm kind of in line with him, he's not really going to be in my shot. Yeah. Or if I want to go on the 85 and shoot from a side on, yeah. I know that he's going to be in front of me. So it's my job then just to make sure that he's not clipping in my frame yeah. and get whatever. But because you only work with two focal lengths, it's quite easy to go, okay, I can go long and then shoot from behind you because I know I'm going to get a similar frame yeah. or, or we can link arms in like a walking moment or we can walk next to each other and for the most part, we shouldn't be in each other's frames and we should both get a very similar frame. Exactly. I think that's the perfect way to work together, to be honest. And it, this leads me on like talking about like working together and like the couple shoot and things like that is that I've listened to, so I listen to photography podcasts as well and I've listened to uh, one set of photographers say, it's not my job to tell the videographer when the couple shoot is stop asking me and i've also listened to another podcast where they've said oh the videographer's so far down the pecking order so making the photographer like the person who's in charge essentially yeah. right do you think it's your responsibility because I, I i personally do do you think it's your responsibility to tell the uh videographer when it's time for the couple shoot if you're taking them away yes yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'd, and uh, people would say that you're down a pecking order. Like, again, you can stick an E on this. I think that's bollocks. Okay. I literally think it's bollocks. Yeah. Again, like I've said all the way through this episode, we are both there to do a job. Yeah. That couple have probably paid you a similar amount of money or however, they have paid you money to make them that film. Yeah. And I would like to think that if I, as a photographer, took the couple off for a couple shoot, they would say to me, where's the videographer? Yeah, so this I is really, really, really happens. And I so. find that bonkers yeah. that they would not think, well, maybe we should, maybe we would want this. Well, I feel a couple doesn't know. Or they the wouldn't want to go out twice. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the truth. And particularly at sunsets and stuff, you're working in such a tight window as it is yeah. to get what you need. I'm not saying that I would lose my shot to go and find you. Like if something was happening, like yeah, something yeah, yeah. impromptu happened and you weren't around and it was something really quick, like... You yeah. know, like someone started juggling or something. I'm not going to spend my time missing the shot no, to exactly. find you, but I know roughly what time if I'm going like to set up. Couple I know shoot, roughly what time I'm going to go for couple shoots, yeah. and that will be communicated in that preliminary chat at the start of the day or throughout prep. Someone will say to me, "Oh, what are we doing? Okay, I do normally do two couple shoots, one before dinner and one at sunset. Yeah. We'll do this. So roughly, you know, if you're around, but I would always make sure. You know, I normally know when I'm going to take my couple for sunset. Yeah. I've normally gone out, had a little look, and I like to get it about right. I never normally go up to a couple and go, we're going now. Yeah. I know that the bride will want to maybe put a veil back in if she's taken it out. Oh yeah, there's always or, a bit of time. Or the groom to, will want to find yeah. his jacket or she'll want to adjust her lippy. Yeah. So in that five minutes, if I can't see the videographer, I've got that five minutes just to wander around. It's the videographer's um, and, responsibility to be around. And they should be around. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to wander back to the car yeah, bar yeah. and, and, you know, and in, try and find car. out their car is yeah. or if they're hiding in another bar. I'm not going to lose my moment to go and do it. But if the, if I can see them inside the venue saying we're outside filming something, yeah. I wouldn't, I would probably just out of politeness, just go over and go, look, a couple shoots going to be in five yeah. minutes. We're going to head out this way. If you want to join more than welcome I'd never enforce that you had to go but I'd like you to know that's where we're going to be with the couple so we don't come back from our couple shoot and you'd be oh I've been looking for you for, yeah. to go and do this or 
I think probably the biggest takeaway is is in any situation like that is try and think how you would feel if the boot was on the other foot. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Because if photographers want to work like that, I'm sure that if you get a reputation for being that way with videographers, they can easily turn it around on you. And you know, you you, you come back from setting your lights up for the video for the first dance, or come back from the loo, and you think can't find the couple. Yeah. And if you yeah. wandered out and you found them at the bottom of the drive of the venue that you're at in gorgeous light, and they were getting this really cool like stuff of them content. Yeah. And you were like, and you weren't there. Man, it can't yeah. find me. You'd be gutted. You, you can't be upset about that when you've just turned around and said, well, video for so far down the pecking order, they can look after themselves. I've got to admit, it, it doesn't really happen anymore. Photographers become much more, um, much better at that, I think. And I respect the photographer as the leader of the day. I think they, you know, you have a lot of direction. I've always found this a myth as well, though, is oh, I yeah. think there are different points of the day where yeah. different people need to lead. Yeah, between that and the, the coordinator. Like, I think during the reception drinks, generally i take the photographer's lead on you know do they need to do group shots couple shots that sort of thing because i always say to a couple i'd much rather do your couple shots straight after the ceremony but yeah. the group the photographer needs to get those group shots done yeah. and you know they need everyone to be in one place so i'm not going to interfere yeah. and they're in like yeah. as far as i'm concerned the photographer's in charge of that little reception drink yeah. section but again i i kind of i don't subscribe to that i never take any of my couples away to at least 15 20 minutes after the ceremony i yeah, yeah. in terms of just kind of natural momentum of a day as someone that wants to photograph or harness kind of natural excitement emotion etc the biggest time for people to get those kind of real warm hugs and all of the rest of it is straight after the ceremony yeah, that's the best no one's time, spoken yeah. to the bride so if i had a videographer that was like literally i want to get him down the aisle and whisk him straight away yeah i'd probably say look you know, just give us 10 minutes yeah. like the light's not going to change that much in that in that bit in that quarter of an hour or unless there's something really really set that it has to be done yeah like can you not just leave him for a little bit see i would say because um, they have a lot to catch up on at that point and yeah. they're like happy they've just been married that they're the best rather than doing it after the group shots when they're fed up with doing photos yeah. So I'd say that might be the best opportunity. And then they get yeah, back I'll, and I'll do all the Yeah, but not to do a couple shoot. Like I wouldn't take a couple okay. straight down the arm, take them yeah, off for yeah. a couple shoot. And then... I mean, we don't do it, but yeah. the times we have done it, it's been better. Like, right, so. um, or if you're going to do it, do it if, they, if, this, if, this, if like the venue ceremony is kind of separate from where they're going for drinks, you could take them a detour to get to the drinks yeah. and then that would be okay. Yeah. But to take them off for like a full 20 minute photo shoot straight after ceremony, that kind of just like moment with the guests, yeah. like, for me, is gone. I think so. So yeah. I kind of... But then that's why I always do my... Couple, my first couple shoot normally as the other guests are seating for dinner yeah. because that always takes time to yeah. get guests you know up from wherever the drinks are find the table plan read it realise they're on table 7 not have a damn clue where table <laughs> 7 is someone always wants to light a cigarette two yeah. minutes before they're due to seat someone always wants to go for a wee that time always takes 15 minutes roughly the and problem I have with that is that the venues are getting really strict on it now so they'll be getting them in in like 10 minutes and then they'll be like Come on, start tapping their yeah. watch next year, and it's like. But again, I almost feel like I, I cover myself in that. Is that I'll go into a venue ten minutes before they're going to start opening the doors or whatever. Yeah. And more or less just say to them, then, oh, you don't need them. You know, look at the plan. Time yeah. to this time. Yeah, we're back yeah. this time. Yeah, okay. We did that wedding. And more or less, we got fifteen minutes. Yeah. yeah, we did that wedding at Berry Court, and it didn't work like that. Didn't work out. And it was really, really quick. Yeah. Um, but I think we were lucky that we had a really nice sunset and we definitely took our yeah. time at the other end. And again, I may be learning as a videographer, you need more time in that moment than I do. Yeah. But my normally that couple shoot, then it's really quite quick. Um, 10 minutes at most normally. Yeah. Because at summer weddings particularly, the light's not great that time no, of day. No, exactly. It's, it's, I'm literally doing that couple shoot. They're safety shots, aren't they? To yeah. provide me with an insurance policy. Yeah. That if the heavens open in the later, we've got some, we've got some shots of yeah. them. Um, or if there's you know, two places of the venue that are nice, get those bits that, the nice places that aren't in the golden hour zone yeah, yeah, true. at that time. So then you're going to be over so there the, for golden yeah, hour. Rather yeah. than just do the same shoot twice in different lights, 
kind of I'll use maybe the front of the venue if it's nice looking yeah. in the day and then go out to the ground at the back for golden hour. It's really interesting that you've been so specific about that. Like, yes, that is your responsibility. Obviously, it's a videographer's responsibility to be around. If the videographer yeah. wants to take them out, they should also tell the photographer, I yeah, think, I, so I that think it's so. not like... Or if you say to me, oh, we're going to go and do this thing with them, yeah. and I go, oh, I don't need that. That's very much movement-based or based on... Like, a lot of times, I'll shoot what I need... But if you, and I, what, maybe not so much you, because you rely kind of maybe on a more natural thing, but I have some videographers that have maybe a much more set, what's the right word to use? Maybe, maybe not, I'm going to use role play as, as the best okay. answer. You know, when they say like, oh, we're going to get a couple, like I want the groom to maybe walk a little bit ahead of the bride, then stop and look back, bride catches up. Yeah, yeah. You know, almost like they, they give them kind of a set scene that they would yeah, like yeah. them to do. For me, who thrives on the idea of kind of real moments, natural them moments, being them I know that that's not. Yeah, yeah. For me, there's there's nothing in it. I could get some shots of it, maybe the, the bit of the kiss at the end or whatever, but like the kind of like the wistful walking and stuff. I would rather just get a genuine walking shot of them. I and find that'd it really it. interesting when photographers don't take photos when the videographer's directing. I think obviously you like you know, you guys know yeah. what you want, but it, sometimes in my head I'm just like, this is a really fun moment. Like, yeah. why is no one to point? I'll have cameras? a camera up. Yeah, yeah. I might not always shoot it, but it might not be. But I'll always make sure that I've got a camera up. Yeah. So I use the there. same thing for video. Like, I'm not gonna yeah. be. I'm just there shooting the group shots. Everyone going. Often, like, again, I find thing. it kind of bonkers sometimes where you get videographers that spend so long with me during group shots. Yeah. Again, with like bridal party stuff, you can get them to kind of walk or, you know, like the flower arrays or like animation between yeah. group shots is, I imagine it's great for video. But I also think at that moment, the bride and groom are missing out on stuff which is happening with their other guests. If there's only there one would, of it, there yeah, would you be, should be hanging There would be there. some great candid yeah. stuff there whilst, which they're missing out on so they would want to see. What I do is if there's two of us, I'll try and like not be shooting the group shots, but hang around by there. Yeah. So if there's a shot with like family, like each of their family, yeah. I would quickly get a snap of that just in case. Cause I'm not someone who like makes a note of everyone in the family and tries to get shots of them during the day. Yeah. If I deliver the film, they're like, Oh my, you know, step brother's not in it. Yeah. How am I supposed to know? So and sometimes I, just for knowledge, the like, I shots. find that group shots are a, a great thing to find out who's, who's who. who. Yeah, so yeah. Sometimes, particularly with maybe the groom side, if you've maybe only got the first time you're going to catch up with him on the dates just before the ceremony and stuff like that, yeah. it's not always super evident who the groom's parents are. Well, yeah. you've normally seen dad walk the bride down the aisle or you've yeah, met exactly. mum or the sisters in the morning as, as, as kind of bridal party. But it's really easy then to go, okay, well, that makes sense. That's, or that's mum and that's her new partner, that's stepdad. And you kind of start to build that dynamic and you can see yeah. from group photos who's who. So when it comes around to a bit later on or during speeches or whatever, if oh, I get a really nice close-up of, say, stepdad, like having a little moment in the yeah. reaction, you know that they're not just a plus one of a random friend so that maybe the bride and groom don't really know who they are. Exactly. It's easy to kind of just as, as knowledge building to do the group shots as much as... Anything else. And I don't feel like we have that for video. So like that is a good yeah. moment for us to be around and be like, at least I've got a shot of everyone in this family just in case in case yeah. they come back because it has happened before they've come back. Oh, that Uncle Steve isn't in it. It's like, yeah. well, here's a group shot of Uncle, here's a video of a group shot of Uncle Steve in it, and it's like it's not the best shot, but at least he's in yeah. the video now. Or even to imagine for you again, like, can I can only say, I imagine I've never made a film. Is is that stuff? I imagine almost makes good kind of transitional slides again, like. The group photos are a part of the day. Yeah. So if you're making kind of a highlight film, even there's one clip of kind of people like laughing together yeah, in their lineup, yeah. it still kind of touches on the fact that they were done and they are covered in the day. Although, Sometimes it's in between you moments where it's yeah. like you're lining them up, but they're like having a chat and like someone's just like first time chatting to the groom is like slapping them on the back sort of thing. You and know? I think some of those bits like that yeah. kind of come across so much better in video yeah, definitely. that they don't come across in the photo. Like my, be like, what's going on there? Although, the whilst I still shoot 
my group photos pretty loosely. Like I'm not okay. very, you know, you must stand here. Your hands yeah. must be the same. It's more a case of getting people together yeah. and making them that enjoy. It doesn't have to be super rigid. My job is still to take a photo, a kind of set photograph of them. Yeah. Where yours is, say, those transitional moments. But also, some photographers are they do the look at each other and talk for pretty much every grim every yeah. group shot, and that works so good for video. And it looks it's not obviously natural, but it looks yeah. natural on video. And so, like, if they if even if it's just like I don't know, like you know, some brothers and sisters, maybe they're not all in the same sort of like bridal party dress up, get up or whatever. But even if it is just them all, all having a chat together. That's a pretty cool thing. Some photographers yeah. do that with every single group shot. Some of them do it with a few. Yeah, I tend to just do it at a bridal party. Yeah, I yeah. Tend, tend to. Because again, I kind of think a lot of times of grandparents are a great one. They normally do it anyway because they're oblivious yeah. to what's going yeah. on. They don't care that you've got six others to do in this 10 minutes. They're, normally, sometimes it's the first time they've spoken to they're their granddaughter here, or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we're having a photo taken. Oh, while I'm here, don't you look like... And they, they, they start to have that kind of chat. And yeah. that sometimes can be a really gold moment to get a natural moment of a bride and a grandparent together or whatever. But it's if I think for video it's important to be there but like circling around to our first point I think with a videographer I agree that you've got more to get done and to me getting a shot in that moment if you've got a set piece that you need to do where it does involve you panning in them coming yeah. another way I don't want to be in the way of you getting your shot because I want it done as quickly as possible yeah. so that we can move on to the next bit or whatever but if there's something in it I'll take it but I don't feel the need to be yeah of course yeah I wouldn't so want to be in your way that leads me on to the next one which comes from an anonymous source definitely not me okay our group shots are really that bad <laughs> group shots are as bad as you want to make them loads of photographers like shouting at me right now like yes <laughs> oh, that's that's my thing. Was, group, was... group, group photos are as bad as you want to make them okay that's my thing on it over the years I've been it's probably one of the things that I'm not, not forceful with but probably impressed the most on people and maybe because of the style that I do the pe the couples that I photograph don't want loads yeah as long as you're prepared for them yeah you've got lists of who you need and you do them at the right time yeah you'll get them done quickly. I don't think I've spent longer than 15 or 20 minutes on groups this year. Most of my group shots are done within 10 to 15 minutes. I feel Most. that they're always a bit of a, oh, I don't really want to do this. But I feel like I have seen them done extremely well and also seen them done in a bit of a mess. As well. Again, I think when you do them, it's so much more important than sometimes yeah. and how many there are. Yeah. But again, if a couple came to me and said, or I got a questionnaire back from a couple and there was like two dozen group photos on there, yeah. I would definitely bring that up in the final call and say, look, you do realise that out of an hour and a half drink reception, you are going to spend probably two thirds of this time doing these group photos. I had one like, a few weeks ago, but it was like 32 or something. I was like, no way. The photographer smashed them out, to be fair. But yeah. It's a lot of times I feel with group shots, a lot big numbers are easily avoidable. Mm. Um, yeah. I always, and a lot of photographers don't because they don't like doing it, but I I like doing an everybody photo. I think doing an everybody photo is a really like kind of peace offering way yeah. to get out of doing all the aunties on his side, the cousins on the other side and breaking down those families too much in yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, we'll yeah. do the friends group. Every you'll hang, out with, your, you'll hang out with your mates during the day anyway. Yeah. I'll get a photo of you hanging around yeah. with your friends. We don't need that in a group photo. Yeah. Or do you? Are you ever going to look at the photo of your aunties and cousins again? Like if they <laughs> if they brought you up and they're like real close family, we'll do it. That's great. But if that you're doing it to be polite, don't damn bother. Yeah. Just doing everybody. They're in a, there's at least a photo then of all of you. Yeah. In uh, the, there and kind of stick to the people. You know, the core people, siblings, parents, grandparents, bridal party. And you can get that done fairly quickly. Yeah. But again, I, I've worked as a second or seen other photographers that want to get their... They're so worried about not having time or getting their group photos done that they want to do that straight from the ceremony. Yeah. And if you... And I, I'll tell you now, if you take a couple out of their ceremony, walk down the aisle and go, right, 
group photos time and take them away and try and expect the bridesmaids and parents to follow yeah. everybody yeah. that wants to congratulate them and do whatever they would do anyway will come up and do that whilst you're doing your group groups. photos yeah, yeah. you will get annoyed about it they will take forever now giving them a bit of time to which is say hello it's the other reason I say if I'm going to do group photos I normally wait about half an hour normally into if you've got an hour and a half drink reception, yeah. at that half an hour point, I know that I can take them. If I'm done in, say, 15, 20 minutes, that still means then that I've got, they've got another, what, half an hour with their guests where I can go and photograph the room set up, go back and do some more candids or whatever yeah. before they're going to get called for dinner. Yeah. Um, and also another little tip as well, which probably takes you off your point, is I always do my everybody photo last. Okay. I'll yeah, separate that from the rest of the groups. Yeah, do that. And do that right before they set the food. Because I think that way is a really good way to get you on board with the venue and kind of curate that time or or make some time for yourself. Is where if you go into a venue and say, look, I'm going to gather every single guest that you need seated to dinner and send them your way at the time you want me to. Yeah. Sometimes it happens straight after the ceremony that everybody shot. But like you say, yeah. like you're trying to get everyone together and they're all just hugging. And or if like, you try and do it in the ceremony space, everyone wants to get out and get a drink. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I kind of find, and particularly if you've got grandparents that are kind of immobile, if you go over to them and say, look, we're now going to do an everybody photo, but you haven't got to come back, you'll get up to do this and the everybody photo is on the way to dinner. Yeah. It's an easy sell. And for me to stand there in front of 70, 80 people and go, once we get this photo you can go and take your seats for food. Yeah. That erupts a cheer anyway. So you, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. doing your it's thing. Nice and, then, nice yeah. and again, that, and that leads into my couple photo nicely. So that's, I don't, I think they're only bad if you don't stand up to your couple in the beginning, if that's the right word to use yeah. and say, this is too many. We need to do less. Yeah. Um, your couple need to be educated that they need to nominate someone to help you do them. But I think a lot of photographers, or it's a stigma thing that's gone, oh, the group photos, the group photos. Yeah. And if you work efficiently with them, they don't need to take as long as people think they do. Cool. I just want to get through a couple more. Yeah. We are, we're, we're smashing time, this episode. Yeah. We're pushing time a little bit, but I just want to get through a couple more. Maybe we'll quickly. try quick fire. I'll try and keep it brief. All right. Okay. Um, how much involvement would you like a videographer to have in the couple shoot? So, and do you prefer, I mean, photographers have asked me, do you want your own bit at the end of the shoot or do you want to step in when, when, as and when sort of thing as photographers are different I would say that, that that's a conversation that needs to be had before you take your couple out yeah. if you have again have like set pieces that you need to do then I definitely want you to not feel that you can't ask me to do those yeah. or that you need to take the couple again afterwards um, I see us pretty much as equals as long as so I would say I would like to go here here and here if you go oh can we add this place in as well yeah that's fine yeah. Um, I see I've always seen our jobs as fairly equal so I would Again, have that conversation like in confetti. As long as I could get a walking shot on the way out yeah. um, to wherever we're going and then maybe a couple of setups once we're out there, I'm done. My couple shoots are always quite quick. So yeah. if you have stuff to chime in with, I don't see why that can't be pretty much a 50-50 conversation. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, for with, with us, we try and like step in. We, we'll let the photographers do the thing, but then we'll be like, oh, if you can keep that pose yeah. and not break them up because the moment you break them up, that moment's gone. Yeah. So try and keep that and then we'll just step in and do it. The only one, which I'm going to kind of spell here, which I think is, uh, which I've always find a problem, particularly lately, yeah. is I find is that I always want to take couples for sunset later than videographers do. Because of the I way the that I, the way that I do my shoots, yeah. I know that I've got I can pull that dynamic range of my shots a yeah. lot easier than a videographer can. So I like to have the sun right on the tree line or right on the horizon line to get the warmest sky that I yeah. can and also my couple in. That's the way I like it, but I found the opposite. And I find normally I get videographers whether they want to go home and they don't want to wait until the end <laughs> and they're like, can I just take them now? And I'm like, yeah. no, like we're a good like half hour from sunset. Oh yeah, but it looks gold enough for me. Like I'm going to blow the sky out anyway. I just want that warm glow on them and a nice, yeah. it's like, but I want the sky and you're not getting that now. So I find sometimes that can be the, 
I've been okay. We're not going for a couple shoot yet. I'm like, wait, wait, you'll get there. I think that might be a consensus between photographers and videographers because I've struggled recently at getting people to go out a bit later. I've been like, no, no, we'll wait till like, you know, when the sun's on the horizon yeah. and it looks a bit more orange and stuff like that. But I've, photographers actually wanted to go earlier than I have because they prefer just like the hazy glow in the background sort of thing. It's weird, isn't it? Which, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's really interesting, actually. Um, so maybe I'm the wrong one on that one. Maybe I'm going to have photographers screaming at me going, no, go earlier. <laughs> Uh, so what do photographers hate it when videographers post screenshots I've seen photographers say that videographers should not post screenshots because you're stepping on the toes I know that personally I do post screenshots on my Instagram I, I wait until it would be like long enough for the photographer to have delivered the previews first but I also have in my contract if the photographer's doing any kind of video that's a breach of the contract Yeah. so I'm kind of conflicting myself there but what do you think as long again as long as they are labeled as such um i don't have a problem with it yeah as long as you make it clear in that day you know in the way that you post it these are some screenshots from this film i'm working on that's fine yeah i think and that that way it's you know it's the second same argument isn't it is whether second shooters should post shots from a wedding that wasn't True, taken yeah. to theirs yeah. you know, i think for, for me it's kind of brand clarity if you put photos up and like look at these amazing photos that i took at you know like yeah. dave and sue's wedding and then people say, well, actually, they photographed David Sue's wedding. So yeah. who's this guy? Yeah. Did they? Did he actually shoot the wedding, or did he actually shoot the wedding? Yeah, as never call them put, photos. I think is the main thing. Um, or when you get when you get companies that do both photo and video, yeah. trying to label as such, go no, these are screenshots. Yeah. You know, and if you and then tag the supplier in your supply list, or great to work with this guy. These are some screenshots I took of. Yeah. I think it's fine. Um, we try and label them as screenshots, and we also tag the photographer in it, being the, like, the, for the real the, photo, yeah. let's go and check and out that's this perfect. person. I think, and, I, and I, I would expect that if you know, you're going to see photographers wanting to make video content more, particularly even if it's just on their phones for behind the scenes or whatever, yeah. I would at the very least expect them to turn around and say, you know, or make it very evident that this is literally, you know, kind of grabbed grabbed footage or it's content that they've made from their phone for the real film. Oh yeah, definitely. Go that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's just... Well, that's it's different that, when it's behind that's the scenes. Just, that's, just, that's, that's just give and take, I think. Yeah, but it's when... I mean, I've only I've only had this once, but when I've worked with a photographer who's had a highlight reel on their package and they're filming it with their camera. So you've got one photographer, one videographer, and then the second photographer is also doing video coming down the aisle. Yeah. So you've got two people doing video coming down the aisle and that's such a pain. So after that, I was like, I'm have, like, yeah. photographers can't have a highlight. But I think that's point. that's bad. That's communication that needs to happen with the couple. Like, yeah. if the why couple wants... Why do you need two highlights films? Yeah. yeah. Or why, why do they do it? Or that couple should make... Or that photographer should have a... You know, they should realise, well, we've got a film. Do we need yeah. to do this or however? And that's just, yeah, that's just manners, I think. Amazing. Well, we've smashed through most of them. There's a couple more, but I think we could we could probably leave this to another episode. Oh, we've got, I was trying to be quick, comment. I want to, oh, okay. I want to, I want to complete it. Is photo worth more than video? I think there's a lot of videographers saying that, oh, how comes photographers get to charge so much more? I personally think it. this is all um, relative. And I think as I've been going more and more expensive the photographer has always been just that bit more expensive than me. So as I raise my prices, I work with even more expensive videographer, uh, yeah. photographers. So I think that people tend to spend a little bit more on the photographer than the videographer. And that's why there's this perception that photographers charge more. I think that's society at the moment. I okay. think there will be a shift um, soon, I reckon, over the years. And I think, I think a lot of it is to do with confidence and mindset. People yeah. are now into that mindset of our photographers are always dearer than us. We can't charge the money they do. Yeah don't believe that there are some really really expensive videographers out no, there who I mean, make amazing amazing films yeah. who are getting booked so if you think you're worth more charge more and they're not 
that some of the expensive ones are not films that the the average person can make. Yeah. So when you see this, oh, it's six grand wedding film, and they've got a crew of all these people, yeah. or ten grand, whatever. They've got a crew of all these people. It's completely unachievable. There are people that charge four grand and just do the same work that we yeah. do, but they've they've got contacts and they're they're important. Like they're yeah. they've got you know the the well, they've got enough of a presence out there, or Sorry, there's yeah, no, there's the enough brand. going on that you know you, you can charge whatever you like for whatever service you do as long as you can convince people that you are worth, worth it, it yeah. and if there, there are people out there and you said yourself that you know you've had a couple of weddings this year where people have booked a photographer for a short amount of coverage and booked you for a full day yeah. so in terms of what they paid their photographer and what they paid you they probably paid you more yeah so in that sense to that couple videographer the videography was more important they spent more money on it yeah so i think that that at the moment is a myth or people believe it's that way if you want to change it change it yourself charge more Sweet. And last one then, um, what is the best and worst thing a photographer, a videographer has done on the day and how could they improve it? Bit of a put you on the spot, but what's the best thing? So like when you've been, oh, that's a really, you know, good practice. And what's something which is oh, so really the nice thing that happened. And I think, and I think it was you that did it actually yeah. is we were somewhere and we were in a, we were, we were in a real, real pinch and we were away from my bag and there was an amazing landscape and I was on like 50 and you had a 24 and luckily we shot the same cameras. Yeah. So you said to me, you can just borrow the 24. And you gave oh, me your 24. Okay. Yeah. And I literally shot about six frames on it. I just needed a wide shot. And my yeah. bag was back at the venue. We were out in the field. So you lent me your lens yeah. to get that shot that I needed. So for me, that was really kind that you gave me a very expensive piece of glass <laughs> to take some photos in that moment and did, you know, so, so in that, so for like the, you know, the couple of minutes I was using it, yeah. I got that. I think if you're working with people with the same camera equipment or just in whatever, or if you can do something to be nice to help them get a better shot, they're definitely going to help you pay back. Yeah, um, and the worst thing which has happened to me and it's happened a couple of times is when you make an agreement or you, you make a compromise and people go back, go back on, on it, on it yeah. so I worked with a videographer say a videographer he was a friend of the grooms who wanted to be a videographer yeah. and the, the couple had made it very clear to him look we've paid Tom to be here you're doing this for free listen to him he'll help you yeah so again confetti moment lined up i say to him what are you using he's lying to there with his gimbal and his camera oh, i'm using th you know i'm using 35 Okay, so we can do a walk back if you want on 35. But I'd rather be at the bottom of the aisle one, say, longer. Oh, if you want to do that, I'm quite happy to do that. I'm happy to be led by you. You know, we can make it work. So again, you know, get one out. You're ready for confetti. I'm there on my 85, See lined up. Yeah. And literally, they'd taken two steps. As soon as the first confetti had left people's hands, Legs, literally, yeah. he came he came legging it forward down yeah, the aisle yeah. on his 35. So the first half of the confetti for me has got him held by his camera and gimbals yeah. in it. So at that point, I had to literally just drop my 85, pick up the 35, run to meet him, yeah. and then start to come back. And then he tried to step in front of me to do that. So at that point, I did actually just have to elbow him out the way. Yeah, literally, yeah, just exactly. elbow across Because get my shot. And then he got really upset yeah. and was like, well, you got in my way. And I was like, no, we made a verbal deal yeah, that we were going to do it this way. Yeah. And you chose to go back on that. So the second that you wronged me, yeah. and I'm not going to get my shot. Again, if he was a videographer that had been paid to be there... I maybe would have been a little bit kinder about it, yeah. but the fact that he'd offered his services to them because he wanted to get into the industry, I felt at that and point the that there was is... there was just pure sabotage. Yeah. That, oh uh, yeah, our relationship was done at that point. Was it worth it? Probably not, because Probably now not. he's got a bad name from you. Like you couldn't oh, yeah. have recommended if he worked well with you. Do you know what I mean? He could have been on your list. And that's so the hilarious thing. Yeah. I don't want to say his name at all. I don't no, know if he yeah. ever made it into video or not. But at the end of the night, he came up and shook my. And there, there was a couple of other instances throughout the day yeah. that he did to equally annoy me. And at the end of the day, he came up to shake my hand and was like, "Yeah." I've had a really lovely day with you and I said to him I really wish I could say the same <laughs> did you and say that? I, I did yeah. and I was like look 
I would love to see you enter this industry. I, I'm, I'm trying to be encouraging of everybody that comes in and yeah. I would do nothing but to help new people in this industry. But as a word of advice is you are going to have to work with photographers at pretty much every wedding that you attend. And like we've said probably throughout all of this episode, you need to work together. Yeah. If you exactly. try and do things selfishly and get to a point where you're actively looking to go out to get a shot and to hinder mine, you're going to fall out of photographers very quickly. Yeah. I think that's a really good place to end it is, is, yeah. is teamwork and all of these questions have been just in yeah in we're good. well over an hour in it's now supposed to be our longest and episode, we probably could have summed it up in about 10 minutes and that is it just work together <laughs> yeah, nicely yeah. you are all there you are all being booked by your couples to do the same to do your job been really helpful. Um, hopefully it's been helpful for, for you as well Tom Definitely. to find out what sort of questions that we would have but also having spoken to many more photographers like in person like, like I say at weddings I feel like you have a very similar um, sort of mindset as them that there are some photographers out there who still don't maybe don't think videos as important or something potentially um, but I think you do have that positive mindset and uh, you know 99.99% of photographers I work with now have a really good mindset towards photographers and we get like I said we say it to our couples, we say it to our photographers, we get on with photographers really well because there's a mutual respect there. Like, yeah. I really respect how they work and one of my favourite parts of the job is working with them. Me too, um, actually. Like, yeah. I must admit, I say, I do about half and half now and some days actually doing my job, I'm not going to lie, actually doing the actual wedding bit yeah. is inherently easier when it's just me because, like I said, oh, I have course, nobody yeah. else to consider yeah. to. But to, to, to do a job where I sit in my office most of my day alone and edit and to go to a wedding and make friends with guests but when you are sat by yourself for dinner yeah. or doing whatever you have nobody to bounce off of I love it when I get a wedding where I work yeah. with a videographer and you know you get that hour over dinner where you just get to hang out and chat or even throughout the day you kind of bounce ideas off each other and go oh maybe we could go here and do this or maybe we could do that and, yeah. and they kind of ping back their own ideas and go oh yeah that would actually be a much better idea and I've had shots that have been better because they've had an idea that I didn't have and hopefully yeah, yeah. Yeah. the same ways round and you feel like you've walked away making a new friend and you've had a really nice day collaborating on that wedding yeah, with somebody like, else collaborating and that's good. the way that I see it is yeah. that I see that day as or they, they've got their business and I've got mine we are still collaborating yeah. on that wedding I'm not there to get my stuff and they're there to get his we are actively collaborating to get that well to, you're both having to compromise you're, you're both building yeah. up each other's stuff by like offering each other like little bits of inspiration and definitely like as well. yeah so. Yeah, amazing. It's been really, really, really positive episodes. So I've enjoyed this. It's good. I feel like we've we've had to leave enough because in a few episodes time, we are going to kind of do the flip and I'm going to kind of come up with some stuff, maybe some, some of the myths and preconceived ideas that videographers have about photographers and we're going to bust those the other way around. Um, photographers, yeah, about videographers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whichever way, yeah, the other way around to what yeah, we've done today. Um, and I'll be interested to see. I think some of the bits will overlap, but I think we've managed yeah. to save enough in there that I've got, still got a few good points. Yeah, definitely. Episode. I've seen a couple of your notes and I'm, I'm looking forward to that episode. So. Good. No, I've yeah. enjoyed it. That's it. I thought I was going to come under fire and get like grilled or something but I feel like it's been too good and hopefully to be done. if you're a photographer out there I haven't said anything too controversial that you know you feel like I should have stood my ground against the video guys on this yeah same I hope I haven't uh, alienated any uh, photographers with this with these questions but I think it's really interesting to well, know, if we have to come how... at us like if this yeah, is what yeah. this podcast is here for and we can air we can talk about it in other episodes if you disagree if, we'd love to talk about yeah, it yeah put it in the comments and we'll definitely have a chat about it drop us a DM you know where, wherever you're listening um, there are comment features on most platforms now so yes. we can do that and we'd love to kind of have some questions for you to go over and have like a question episode yeah. to answer some opinions from the wider masses of what we do exactly sweet well oh, yeah, yeah that's that's been it from us so um yeah be sure to check us out on the platforms follow us review do all the things and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with the next one yeah and we'll see you then see you then boom sick yeah that was good, it was good. that was really good that was good